Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all, it's Alante, and you're listening to Black and in Grad School, the podcast that helps women and people of color like you excel in this journey. If you're listening, I believe you are an aspiring or current scholar who wants to successfully navigate this process by sharing my experience while pursuing my PhD and interviewing other black graduate students or early career professionals. It is my hope that you can glean encouragement, advice and strategies that you can apply to your journey. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys, we're back again. You already know what it is. Thanks for joining. I've got a different episode for you this week because your girl is about to be 30. It's almost unbelievable that um, I've really reached 30. Uh, You know, I had to stop and take some time to listen to my episode from last year when I was turning 29 and you know how I was feeling and I'm really grateful to report again that I'm feeling good about 30 I feel like 30 is going to be amazing I've made a lot of growth between even last year when I was recording and coming to this age I've made a lot of progress in my personal life in my academic career in the podcast and so I'm just kind of like feeling good you know uh not that it's all been perfect it's definitely had a lot of hardships uh with it but yeah we're gonna focus on the positive and I feel like this is a episode where I'm just gonna be sharing like mad lessons that I've learned I know last year I did 28 things where I shared 28 things I had learned in my 28th year of life and uh I don't know, y'all. Sometimes I listen to old episodes and I'm like, yeah, that was really dope, but I don't want to do it again. So I'm not. So this time, instead of 30 (laughs) or 29 things, I shot for 15 uh, because it's halfway. Um, And honestly, we actually end up getting to 16. I told you a story, but um, I feel like because I want to say a little bit about each piece, I'm not thinking that you want to sit through me and my little random thought bubbles that go along with this episode for, you know, a long time. So without further ado, I'm going to get started. And, uh, you know, if this is not your thing, it's okay. Now there are 61 other episodes you can listen to this week to update. Um, So don't feel pressure to sit in on this show, on this episode, uh, if it's like, no, girl, I'm trying to get this grad school life. But these are life lessons I've learned, you know, as I've been in grad school. I don't know if all of them would have come to me had I not been a graduate student. So I just want to put that out there. All right. So first, okay, and again, these are not in any particular order, just things that I've learned and I've been appreciating as I get to this next stage. First is that we are complex beings. And 
I know there's a lot of conversation around duality and the fact that we can be more than one thing. And I feel like the idea of just even duality is almost too limiting. Like I do feel like we are a lot of different things and uh, some of this might feel obvious to you, but I just feel like it really, really hit me this year. Um, well, in this last year of my life, I have really, I think, gone through a lot of complicated emotions and where different, the way that things would come about would touch on different parts of my life, uh, be it my actual academic life or my uh, personal life, my personal development, my relationships with others, all of that, um, and how I felt about those things, and those emotions would be complicated, and it would be not just hurt, it would be sadness, and hurt, and anger, or, and happiness, you know, all at the same time, and I don't know, I just feel like before, I think maybe I had always tried to put my emotions into one box or another, like I'm angry, I'm mad, I'm sad, where I feel like now I'm just more open to experiencing all of these emotions that can come about when life uh, happens at one time. And so, you know, just really embracing my complexity. And it's been really cool, I think, and taking some pressure off of me that I put and placed upon myself as I've as I move forward with that understanding. Okay, next is humans will surprise you. And I say surprise because I didn't want it to be like this totally negative thing. Um, And if you're on my email list, you know, I've shared that a lot has transpired in 2019 already and that um, I'm not yet to the point where I'm ready to talk about everything on the podcast. However, um, what I do want to say and share is that I really learned a lot Uh, through the death of my grandfather. I don't know how else to put it, um, just to be straight up with you. And one of them was that humans will surprise you. And I didn't, because I I was surprised on both sides, one of disappointment. And then also this unexpected outpouring of love from people I didn't expect. And so, yeah, you know, they just really will surprise you. And I didn't want to always put it in like that they will hurt you because they don't always hurt you. They love on you they hurt you they disappoint you they exceed your expectations yeah and so just kind of like maybe kind of a piggyback onto the fact that we are complex is the idea that you know we'll surprise each other with our actions and so I think that has been um kind of a baseline for me is that I now know to like have a more be more receptive or open to different uh, behaviors from people. Next, uh, is that everyone has their own set of values and we're just operating from those values. And this is something I feel like isn't even necessarily new for me, but I think it has taken on a new meaning for sure. Is that everyone like prioritizes differently. Everyone like functions as it relates to their priorities differently. And they all have their own set of values. And all we can do is respect other people's values. And I think take, inventory of your own values and the people that are around you and their values and just think about you know do they align do they not how do you feel about that how does that work for you and um yeah I just feel like that's something that I've really had to do is like okay what do these people show me that they say and show they value and what can I do with it um 
And what does that mean for me? And how does that affect our relationship? So I feel like there's a theme kind of with my with my reflections in that they uh, are like about relating to other people and how I respond to that and kind of like new things that I just understand about people and how what it means to me from the information I've gathered in the last year. And so it's like the time does not equate to closeness. And like uh, there have been instances where like I really have loyalty to someone just off the strength of I've known them for x amount of years and I think that there's a place for that but um closeness I think is something that we have to like really I want to hone in on and like proximity you allow of someone you allow for someone to get close to you right like the amount of proximity someone has to you it doesn't mean like just because you've known them 20 years that they're going to be the closest to you um and vice versa right it could happen to you too like just because i've known you forever i mean we're going to be tight and um and just because i just mentioned i mean that we can't be tight and so just something that i just feel like i just come to terms with this year and uh yeah the the next one is just that we're meant to evolve we're meant to grow And I really, really have done a lot of personal work this past year. I think like some major work uh, where I felt like last year, like coming to you and giving you my reflection was I had started to like get a little bit below the surface. But man, this year, I feel like I did some deep dives and I've, I've found a lot of things about myself that I want to improve upon things that I've learned to love and appreciate. And, uh, just the fact that I've been able to now also articulate to my circle, you know, that I am, I believe a, someone who is evolving and changing and, and wanting to like make sure they know so that, you know, if you like it, you know, great. And if you don't, it's okay too. But I want you to know that. And then also leaving space for other people to evolve. Let me tell you all, like one of my biggest pet peeves uh, <laughs> in this journey of this last year has been uh I miss the old Alante. There there have been times I've heard that and this might happen to you too as you are a graduate student and your temperament may change, your behaviors may change. And I I mean I just absolutely hate hearing that from people because I feel like it devalues the person that I am becoming and who I am at in the moment, you know? There are a lot of I'll say this for my experience and for my life there were a lot of uh negative motivations behind some of my behavior when I was younger not that I've been like this wild person because I never really have but I think that some of my behavior was motivated again by like negative thought patterns negative self-talk and uh and so I think as a result of like this shift that I'm making I don't some stuff I just don't even want to do no more and it's or I don't want to engage with that at length like yeah I'm not really trying to hit the club till it open you know till it closes like no like I'm sleepy and honestly I don't want to spend more money on drinks so I'm ready to go home you know uh where before maybe there have been times where I was known to leave when the lights came on so whatever you know the point I'm making is we're all meant to evolve and I want you to know that you are have more than enough permission to evolve and the people around you as they change to give them grace and space to evolve as well all right next 
I feel like this one, it's almost embarrassing that I didn't really get this uh, for me because I feel like I knew this, but I didn't have a full understanding of it. And it really took this year. And it's almost like, wow, so many years that I haven't understood this. I've lost out on a lot of growth as a result. But the point is, like, I'm responsible for my full self. Now, I've always been aware of the fact that I need to make sure that I can feed myself, I can house myself, I can clothe myself, I can do things I want to do. I can like that. I had a absolute clear idea on and I didn't have any questions about it. And then even when I started going to therapy, it was like, okay, and then they're going to tell me what I need to do and fix. And then I'm Gucci. And um, I don't know. I just felt like it really hit me like, oh, so I got to take care of like my emotional self. I have to take care of my mental self. I have to like almost, you know, really care for Alante completely. And I kind of always thought that's what family and friends and relationships were for. Like, yeah, when I can't take care of myself, that's what my friends and family, they step in and help take care. But the thing is, like, I kind of like almost never wanted to do it. I don't know if that even makes sense, but it's like, yeah, you're supposed to like when I don't feel good and I'm sad, you're supposed to like step in and make me feel better. And of course, family and friends do that. But I kind of like didn't make myself responsible for it at all. And I don't know. It was weird, but I feel like I understand it now, you know, especially the fact that like I live in a place where I don't have any family and um honestly I work a lot and so while my social circle is growing I'm very happy about that you know I I spent the first year really heads down you know podcasting a little travel here there work and really the I I didn't even do it in order because work was the first thing I was doing but you know like I'm saying um I really understand how responsible I am now for taking care of Alante in all of her facets and I hope that maybe if you didn't know don't feel bad because I'm almost 30 and I didn't know until like two weeks ago uh which comes to the next part is that this self-love shit whoo honey it is hard uh for me hopefully it's easy breezy for you but I know as graduate students too we're like so critical of ourselves we want to be our very best selves a lot of us might struggle with perfectionism and um it's hard to love yourself when you want yourself to be perfect and so I feel like I've learned um that I'm so imperfect because I'm complex and I'm okay with it because I'm still know like at my core you know that I'm a loving person I, I totally enjoy pouring into people you know which is why I talk to you every week as best I, you know as as, const- as consistently as I can I pour into my friends when I can and um that's a part of who I am along with a bunch of other things. Uh, and some of the like not so great things I have to love on those too. I have to love them as well. I feel like coming from a place of love is the only way I've been able to make any improvement in like who I am and also loving others and being more compassionate to others, but it's not easy. There are definitely some moments where I'm almost like totally aware of my negative self-talk now where before I hadn't and I realized like how critical I am and how hard it has been to unlearn those moment unlearn those thought patterns and and take up something new to replace it and I feel like this is so popular right now and I get it like uh girl yeah self-love blah 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 
but for real like it's real it's important I don't even know how else to put it like because that's kind of the way I felt like oh everybody's like so fluffy and so like you know removing toxic and that's problematic and but like even when you remove that verbiage like the core of the message or remove that vocabulary the core of the message is real um we have to love ourselves to really love anybody else so yeah I get it I'm I'm get it and and it's kind of still in the same vein is that I have to be gentle with myself. I've always kind of pushed, 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 pushed myself. Uh, I do have a breaking point and I understand I have my own boundary. And I learned that when I was 25 and quit a PhD program because I was like, I don't have to be this miserable. Um, when I had been hearing from external forces that were heavy influences in my life that you know you can hold your breath for another three years four years to get this degree done and I'm like no I don't have to I can be happier in grad school I have to be absolutely devastated and have poor mental health and so I do feel like I was able to be gentle with myself in extreme moments even um, in in relationships that like weren't working for me etc but I'm learning now I can be I have to be even more gentle with myself, especially as I'm dealing with and going through becoming normal, comfortable with my grief. Um, so that's something that I just feel like I, I've learned. And next is uh, slowing down is good. It's good. It's good for you. It's good for your work. It's good for a lot of different things. And so uh, taking stuff off of your plate, I'm someone who loves to have a full plate. Ooh, I love to be, you know, I love the podcast. I love doing my work and being in this joint PhD program. But I'm also on the BGSO board and I am a part of a transportation club and I like help with student. I'm like a student leader for that. And I try to do a little diversity work here, there, and, you know, just kind of like all over the place. Not to mention, like, I talk to like at least a friend or two a day and my mom every day now. And right well, for now, I love you. If I know she's not listening, but still, you know, I talk to her since I haven't been able to talk to my grandfather. Um, But like I had to take and I was working with with the city on a project. And so like I had to like slow down, you know, and like focus on one thing at a time. And so now I love working on projects, but I'm like, I can't pick this project up until this project is done and then I can give it my attention. And so that's been really nice. And I think the quality of my work has improved as well. Um, Next boundaries are a thing. And so this is probably the most, uh, I don't want to say relevant to the podcast, but I'm sure you've noticed like a change in the way that I share information on the podcast. I feel like before you were getting like a blow by blow every week and I don't do that as much. And the reason is um, I listened to Brene Brown's Daring Greatly over Christmas break and she had a really great piece and kind of thought about, you know, vulnerability isn't like an overshare or a dumping of emotions and Sometimes you have to like take some time, especially when you start sharing it on public platforms to first process it and then share the information from a a different place, like a place a little bit more removed. And for me, that has been important because 
Uh, I know like there's episodes of me crying on here and I think that's fine. I don't like have an issue with it. I don't think that it was inappropriate, but I do think that there is merit in me taking the time to do some more work and growth before I come sharing information with you and really making sure I have like the right mindset to, and also the fact that like this is still a public forum, I still want to have a career and I don't want to speak from an emotional place and say something I might regret and then have to go down, delete it. You know, like I just want to be real the whole time. And that means, you know, taking a little bit more time and also having to communicate those boundaries for me has been such whew, a pain point. Um, which gets to the next one, which is communication is so important because again, I feel like sometimes I'm on the border of overshare and then I'm like, I don't want to tell you that much. This is my thought. Like, I don't want to share that much, but I do want to share what's going on. Um, and finding that soft, that, that place in between the two I've had to really think about and, uh, it takes a little bit more work than before, but also I think it keeps me in a place that's smart and comfortable, but still open and vulnerable. So yeah, the next one is like, I feel like the theme of the next phase of my life and is that consistency is king or queen. It is consistency is like the I feel like it has unlocked the key for me to like life, like consistently checking on friends, consistently doing this podcast, consistently doing my work, consistently writing, consistently doing all of these things. I really have helped, I I feel have brought me to a place um, that I'm proud of. And uh, even in all types of situations that I've been in in the last year and before that, I think that I struggled with consistency to see it, to see things through. And the first time this lesson really hit for me was actually when I had that brunch called the happening and, you know, we had a brunch every month and I was like, well, people keep coming back, you know, and the important thing is that they know they can count on it, especially, you know, as, uh, as now being a creative in the way of the podcast is like sharing with you all consistently is how you know, we've developed a relationship and I'm talking to you and I feel like I talk to some of you via email or DM or whatever because I've been consistent and it means that we can have a better relationship. And so it just makes me happy to understand that and to feel like, again, I've unlocked the key and just being consistent and consistently even trying stuff because everything isn't going to work, but okay, that didn't work. Let's try the next thing. I like it. I love it. That is... I don't know, for me, the key to life. I don't know, I guess. Uh, the next thing is a reflection on just the work that I've been doing. Uh, my background is not in this field at all, but you know what? I love it. I I really believe that the work that I'm going to do is going to have a positive impact on the world. I'm so grateful for that. And I think it's really cool. And do I like feel like I'm fulfilling uh, like some lifelong dream through my graduate education, I would say yes and no. Yes, because I've always wanted to have this career, but no, I don't love it in a way of it's the only identifier or the, the, the only definition of me. Like that part, I feel like I'm very, like that part I'm not into. Like, yeah, I love it. Um, and it is a part of me, but it's not the only part of me. It's not the only part I want to be acknowledged, but I do love it. And I think it's great. And I'm really grateful to be in the space. 
the next thing is I'm still the same person, but my motivation has changed. So that's kind of going back to like this complex person, this being I'm meant to evolve is that like when I first started this journey and I was talking to my therapist and I was like, look, I'm going to do it. But I'm like super nervous about what this personal growth may do to me. Will I lose my edge? Will I stop being, you know, the Alante that I know that's like a hard worker and, you know, ambitious? Am I going to just like lose all of that? Because I do feel like my need to uh, prove to no one in particular, but just to prove that I am worthy because look at all the things that I produce look at all that I give uh is that that was a part of like why and how I did my work you know it was like because I'm gonna show you all don't know not even y'all you listening but like y'all the world that I have something to prove and that I have something to show and I wish you could see my shoulders like I got something to do where before um and where now uh it's not so much that it's that I, I enjoy this work I want to pour into people. I think that's important. And um, it's just not from a like, let me show you kind of place. It's from a place of this is who I am and it's good. You know, like I'm good. And so this work is good. And so I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And that's a different place. And the place comes with a lot of less anxiety too, almost. My failures don't feel so bad when they happen because they definitely still happen. Okay, I was at number 14. I got two more. I have an immense opportunity to learn. This is something that, like, duh, you're in grad school, Lante. Of course, you have a lot to learn. But I think that even I was a little ignorant to how much opportunity I have to learn through this work I do with you, the work I do with um, outside of my grad school research, the activities I'm in, and the way that I can learn to better serve students of color and women and how to, you know, affect change at the local level and federal and national level at some point. I'm speaking into an existence, you know, and I get to learn those things while I'm here, not just the 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 technical skills that I'm gaining as a graduate student, but also like these ancillary things that I get to learn is just such an immense opportunity and I'm just really grateful for it and even winning the um, podcast pitch with Westwood One has been a blessing and another opportunity to learn how to market better how to engage with you my audience better and to do things better and what a what a beautiful thing to to not only have the opportunity to to receive and also to be aware of it so I know how to make sure that I capitalize on it and exploit that opportunity and exploit meaning it in the best way possible and the last one is really that I don't need permission to do anything and it's so funny because like one of my favorite songs is Grown Woman by Beyonce and it's like you know I'm a grown woman I could do whatever I want and I've always loved it because of this idea that I can really do and be whoever I want period but I think there was still a piece of me that was still like wanting permission for certain things like loving myself uh taking care of myself like I didn't really feel like that was my job and so I didn't feel like I had permission to do it but no I don't and the thing is I don't need permission from anybody it just kind of clicks and I was like oh okay so I gotta do it great got it no problem but and gotta in a like good way like I have to do it like I have to do it for myself because that's important and so 
you know, I just really want to just tell you that you don't need permission to take care of yourself, to improve upon your your who you are, if you that's what you want to do to love yourself as you are to do this degree to you don't need permission from anyone. You don't need anyone's blessing, but your own to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to treat yourself well, to pursue whatever it is you want to pursue. You know, I actually met um, someone a couple of weeks ago and they were, they're not in the field or anything. They're not in grad school anymore, but they're in a residency program. And they were sharing how like they never wanted to do what they're doing now, but their parents wanted them to do it. And my heart hurt so much for this person because I get how we follow the path our parents have laid out for us sometimes and I mean even I was a part of that like I my mom wanted me to be an engineer but I fought it for a while like girl no I'm gonna be a math professor I'm not doing this engineering thing whatever but things the way that the path laid itself out and the way that things worked out I ended up really enjoying engineering and at some point what she wanted for me became my own. That's where I think the difference was between me and this other person is that this is my own thing now because I didn't have to, my goal was to give her my bachelor's degree, which is going to have my engineering thing. Like, okay, girl, I'm out of this. I'm done. Deuces. I don't want to do this no more. And so that was literally my goal. Okay. I got to hold on. It's my baby, right? I want to get this degree. I mean, especially at this point, like this was my idea okay because when I got that master's I really looked at my mom and was like you know if I don't go back to school are you going to be okay and which is a whole nother thing about like what I was needing permission for but I was 25 when that happened so you know forgiveness for where I am now but you know it was just like you know, and she said yes. And I'm not gonna lie. I, prob- I do feel like she really wanted me to get the PhD, which is again, it's cool. That's what's up. But like, I wanted to make sure that I wanted to do it. That to me is what's really important. It's like, am I doing this to satisfy other people? Um, or am I doing it to do for it myself? And again, back to like my motivation, it was just to like prove that I could do it, which what a waste of my energy and time um, before. But yeah, it's like, no, I'm interested in this. I think this work is important. I think that I have something to contribute to the academic community and to the, my field of interest and my field of expertise. So, yeah, um, I kind of went on a tangent there. But the point was, you know, it feels different when you're doing it for yourself than when you're doing it for somebody else. And honestly, I just will see a midlife crisis a midlife crisis happening with that person like because you're gonna hit 40 and you're like I'm not doing anything I want to do and I hate this and you're gonna start all over that happens and there's nothing wrong with it there's that's how some people get to grad school you know but uh if I can get it as close to right as I can the on this side of uh, at hitting 30 I would like prefer that I'll say that and so you don't need permission to switch it to switch up you don't need permission to leave to stay to love yourself any of those things you don't need permission to do any of that so that's the end of my little reflection for turning 30 I have really enjoyed kind of taking the time to reflect and also to share it with you I hope you enjoyed it too um I'm going to post some pictures from my birthday party with my friends and also from the Nesby panel that was like such a blow away gift. Um, And that actually that invitation happened 
I'm talking about minutes, hours after my grandfather passed away. And so I'm just grateful that I didn't in that exact moment be like, no, I can't do it just because of what was going on around me at that time. But um, to share what I've learned and what I enjoy about being in STEM and being a creative entrepreneur and like the the mixture of those two was such a treat and then to then go and celebrate with like my loved ones the people I love so much really was amazing so I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you next week remember grad school's tough but you're tougher bye Thanks again for listening to this episode of Black and in Grad School. For more content to help you on your grad school journey, check out blackandgradschool.com. That's B-L-K-I-N gradschool.com. Love this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.